Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 40. The white whale of guests is here. <laughs> Taylor Weinberg from Loop Troop is among us in the lodge today. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I, I'm honored Welcome. to be considered the white whale. Well, dude, I, I said this before. Um, when I started this podcast, you were one of the first people to come to mind. I'm like, you know, Taylor's one of the people in my network that would make such a great guest. I'm honored, man. So I was like, you know, you've been in the loop for a while. Like, we, we've talked about doing this for a while. It just took... It just took... And number 40. Here number we, 40. Here, here we are. are. Here I am. Here you are. I'm happy to see you, man. Thanks for having me. Dude, I'm happy to have you. So give the people a quick spell of uh, what it is you do, what it is you're all about, where they can find your work. Wow, okay, putting me on the spot. Uh, hey, here's your plug time, dude. All right, so I am a freelancer in Brooklyn. I do a bunch of different things. Lately, I've been gripping on production sets and PAing. Uh, I shoot also, do a lot of camera work. Um, and lately, you know, some sound. I do a bunch of stuff. You could go to my Instagram, Taylor Dan- at Taylor Daniel Berg. And uh, you'll see my YouTube link where I made some travel videos. I do a good amount of that and you'll find some cool stuff there. And, uh, you know, I got some things in the works that you'll find. I got some projects working, which hopefully we'll talk about. Oh, we absolutely will. And, you know, I got Loop Troop as well. I'm I'm a trooper of the Loop Troop, which is at... Loop Troop, and we have a bunch of stuff across, coming up across as well. platform, right? At Loop Troop, across platform. Yeah, you will uh, at Loop Troop on Instagram at Loop T underscore Loop TV. Uh, I'm gonna probably give you some of that. I, I may yeah. be wrong, and yeah, I'm give gonna. Me, you'll give me it all. I'll, I'll add it in the description and stuff. You guys will get plugged. Uh, what about the YouTube channels? There is a bunch of content on there as well that I think we'll talk about. We got Loop TV. We have uh, our music stuff, which is from Loop Troop Family Band. We have, oh man, uh, some some lot, other things. So a lot of content. For those of you listening, a lot of content. It's right out of our own backyard here in Long Island. We are from Long Island. We, st- we got started in Long Island. Now we are doing it in Brooklyn. We're, we're located over there. It's a bunch of us. Uh, it's a lot to talk about. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. So uh, we're going to get this thing rolling. Enjoy a quick tune from Akira the Don and Taylor Weinberg. The floor will be yours. Or something you forgot. See, everybody's forgotten something. You left it out. Just missed it. See? See? And so, I can bring this out, what you've forgotten, if I ask you, who are you? Will you say I'm Paul Jones, or whatever your name happens to be? I say, oh, no, no. I don't, don't give me that stuff. Who are you, really? Who are you? In five, four, three, two, one. Lift off. Episode forty. Taylor Weinberg. Hey, hey. What's going on? What's up, man? So you laid out a lot of information in that intro. You have a lot going on. You said you had some projects you wanted to talk about. Let's jump right into it. What do you got going on right now? What? Tell me about the irons in the fire. Okay, um, so I am working on two shorts right now that are in the editing process. 
one of which is almost done. Uh, it's called Hot Chocolate. I worked on it with uh, this other project, a collaborator of mine, Victoria Giambalvo. Oh, a really awesome script, a really funny one. We went up to Vermont and shot it in a weekend. It was great. I'm really excited. That's awesome. Well, why, why did you have to shoot it in Vermont? Uh, so it's kind of, it's called Hot Chocolate, and it's about these people who kind of travel to this snowy resort. Uh, Ski resort, uh, like cabin. A, yeah, so it's taking place there, and I, I don't want to give away too much detail. So I'll say that it's just a cute little thing. It, it's not very long. It's a short. Um, and then this next one called uh, Pineapple Juice, which is definitely a turn. It's um, Pineapple Juice. Yeah, I am very excited about it. A bunch of people came together. Does this have anything to do with if you eat a lot of pineapple, it supposedly makes your semen taste good? Uh, or, or taste better perhaps you know that's is that what uh, this is about yeah maybe you We're know dirty i'm gonna let it speak for itself i'm gonna <laughs> let it speak for itself because you know i i don't want to make any claim but i'll say it's really awesome um i shot it in uh it honestly took a little while the pre-pro process took a while and um the filming happened and there were some challenges but that's kind of part of production and what i do now it's like facing those challenges and making it work into something you can put out into the world so there's pineapple juice that's going to be coming out. I'm excited for that. Yeah. And then there's, uh, you know, my career, which is just um, slowly beginning. I, I, I Every day I get to go to set and work on something new. So that's always like something I'm working on. Well, it's will. interesting following you on Instagram because it's kind of an inside look at like what's going down on the set. I try to do a pretty I, good job of like kind of sh- letting people in on that kind of whenever I can, whenever I can. It's tough because sometimes, I'm sure, I'm sure. Sometimes it's like you're I, glued to your work, right? You know, I, I get it. And you want to be cat. I actually just made a post on Instagram about this. I it was a thought that I've been thinking about a lot. It's like you want to capture it so much because you're learning so much and you want to make the most of the opportunity. But then you have to kind of kind of exist in the moment and really live it you don't want to like be documenting you want to be truly experiencing that so it's a funny thing and then at work you know if i just have a moment where you know we're set and i have a moment like okay i could pick up my phone and just like, do a little boomerang um but yeah you know I, I i try oh we were talking about this it's funny it's like i almost feel like smartphones are like modern day philosopher stones and it's like depending on like your intentions depends on how well you use it as a tool Really, like, yeah. You can just you can do, do whatever some, you want with it. You can do some magical things with it. Everything's at know? your fingertips. Exactly. Like, I distribute this entire podcast through my smartphone. Like, it's mm-hmm. all done through my smartphone. Right. Like, you know, there are incredible tools for, like, reaching out into the, I guess you would call it the cyber void. Right. No, you know? and it's, it's, it's really transforming so many different industries, like, uh, within uh, at least my world of film production. People get work through yeah. their, their social media now because I've it's got, like, here's what I'm clients. doing. I've gotten clients I make websites yeah. and stuff for through social media. That's stuff. awesome to hear. I'm happy to hear you're getting, getting work and getting clients Oh, and yeah. Stuff. Absolutely. Dude. I, yeah, it's good stuff. Well, like with Instagram, it's really like you can showcase truly who you are. Put yourself out there. Yep. And people like that or at least, you know, uh, just in general, it's good to be authentic and to show people that you are a person. Mm-hmm. And expressing person. your individuality and all that good stuff. And you know what? Like, it's a little cliche, but like social media does allow people to do that. It really you know? does. I mean, you can go on and on about all the negative effects, but it's kind of You know what like- it is? If you, could just, if you could just keep yourself from that scroll, the endless scroll, if you can stay away from the scroll, mm-hmm. I think you're good. Right. It, it, it's <laughs> the endless scroll. Well, what, what kind of scroll are you talking about? <laughs> Oh yeah, well, that's you know, what the, it, slide like slide like right, slide like right there is a great example. It's like you can do that, 
or you can just like find a really awesome article or yes. a, mo- a monologue or that's anything a different scroll and and that's like right at any time you can just pull that out and it's 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 technology but also it's really helping you it's it's really like oh i need to, i'm reading this insightful informative thing you know what i think the the only thing we need is and i really think it's true i think honestly everyone should have I've been reading into it lately. I don't know how much of it is bogus yet. I haven't given it an honest look. Mm-hmm. But like blue light glasses. Whoops. Oh, You're good. You got blue, that. Bl- oh, no. Blue oh, light glasses. Okay. I'm going to roll with it. I, I do this. Yeah, you got this. But uh, yeah, some like blue light glasses. It's supposedly like block the blue light from a cell phone. Okay. That's... I didn't... I never even heard It reduces... Yeah, no. They're coming out with these glasses. Again, I don't know how legit they are because it's relatively new. You know? It's not something you see everybody wearing right now. But apparently it's supposedly... Because like... We all know blue eye, uh, blue light isn't the best for your eyesight and mm-hmm. for your eye health. Mm-hmm. Eat, eat your carrots, motherfucker. Get your vitamin A. Spin- <laughs> spinach, too. Spinach is a good way to get it. Um, is, oh, boy. We're, we're, having, having, we're having some technical difficulties. Well, okay. I got the perfect guest Dude, to handle this, it. though. I think I fixed it. I this is great, this. man. Oh, man. Yeah, this guy's getting a little loose. But, yeah, but I just tightened it, so I think that it was looser before. But, you know, I think I, I, think I got it. I think you got it. But you know if it happens again, I'll fix it. We'll again. fix it. Yeah, we'll roll with it, man. I can always, I can always fix the little bounces in post. That's the funny thing about the blue light that you're talking about, but with all thing, it's so interesting to know that at every point, the next invention is being made right now. Like the next thing that's gonna, yes, really hit the marketplace. That's gonna affect truly, like make a difference. Like I mean, I think off the back, like Uber, Venmo, all these things that have really been a part of our, uh, our life at this point. Yeah, they are. They are pretty new creations that just were made, and and perhaps competition is is made from that that kind of innovation and that's yes. such a building block of so many things it has pros and cons and i like that about you nick i always talk about the, the duality of things with you how each thing has a, a, a pro a and, and a, a con it's a that yin and yang, and... dude it's that yin yang like yeah. there's some ancient wisdom out there that you know that information survived thousands of years for a reason you know that was no accident like, really, like, the, the true there's, things and, and those, like, forms. There's some ancient wisdom. Believe it or not, people, when there wasn't TV and smartphones, like, people sat around and tried to, like, you know, reverse engineer the universe in front of them. <laughs> you know, we, we still do that today. And with some respect, I feel like you can do that with your smartphone because mm-hmm. of all the information you can get. Right. But it's like, can you imagine living in that time where it's like there's nothing to do but just, like, sit, like, by a fire and just be like, mm. huh. That is something. Yeah, really. That's a. I mean, so many yeah. skits are made about it, but it really, it's amazing how far we've come. But then you almost long for something that simple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, you, if like your your main concern <laughs> is this fire, hmm. is this fire. <laughs> and, and honestly, I love just sitting around. I love camping and just sitting around a fire for that very reason. Absolutely. It's funny you bring that up almost as like a joke, but. It's nice. And well, dude, you really... that's why I just got this fire pit in my backyard, and I had, a, I had a 4th of July barbecue. And to me, the best part of the barbecue is when all the food was done, all the, like, partying was done, and we all just got around the fire and just kind of just chilled. And just were, like... Sat back and were good. Some awesome moments of conversation, but also some, like, moments of silence where you're all just, like, looking, looking into the, the fire, fire, thinking about your own lives, and exactly. everybody's in their own place. Everyone's but then reflecting. They, but then they come together, and... Yeah, it's like every In those moments, it's like everyone's being alone together. <laughs> It's like when it's you're being one with the fire, mm-hmm. but you're all as one, being right? One with like the fire. at least you are with people. It's that's nice, man. That's it's like a happy barrage between collectivism and individuality. Yeah, I think that's why that shit works. Oh, that's collectivism versus individuality. That's... Well, it's the yin and yang, man. Yeah, yeah there we go again. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to put one part of this podcast of just the yin. Let's just talk about yin and yang, duality, and go from there. 
All right, we can roll with that. So if 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 you want to, I mean, I'm sure if you want to, if you want to, move we on can do whatever stuff. we want. I want to say just while we're doing this, I want to give a shout out to you. I just we were talking about it earlier, but um, you handed me off the books "Island" by Aldous Huxley and Sid Arthur, bro. Those are I was those are some profound books during profound moments in my life. I've read "Island" right after I graduated college. Okay, That's and I was idea. like, huh. So like atten- like, attention is the number one currency. Atten- attention, like, attention. attention. Here now, boys. Exactly. Here now. Here now. Like a bird. But I'm so great. glad you, you do that. Great. That inflection. That's great. I've read it a good amount, and also I, you know, when you read a book that vivid, you kind of paint a picture of it in your head, and yeah. you really kind of. That's what's so awesome about literature and and the arts is it, it kind of gives you this 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 form, mm-hmm. and then you can fill in the details from there. I mean, it, it has. It has like extremely suggestive things, but a lot of the time you have to like decode those, it. You have to put those pieces together yourself, and you really have to like find your own meaning there in a lot of yeah. Places. You have and to really, line up the pieces. Where, you. But that you know you find common themes with different authors, like with Aldous Huxley and, and uh, with Island and Siddhartha, two very different two very different books. Efforts. But you know yeah. there are some you could say similar themes there, and like definitely definitely some themes. universal principles that they're following. That these individuals were like thinking about when they wrote it, and you, anybody wa- he watching this or listening should read those books if they really want to. Um, just yeah. honestly have a great well, read. Have a, it's a it great both, read. Both are fantastic reads, and I think what a lot of those two books comes down to is like, hey, it's all on you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's all on you. My favorite is in the beginning of Island, where you know there's that like little accident, and you know they're and they walk them through freaking it. out, and and it's a little girl being like, "Are you okay? Are you okay. hurt?" And they're like, oh, no, they're just in shock. They're like, "Oh no, no, I'm not." So, so, so what are you upset about? It's like, all right, well, and she has him like recount the event. Yeah. It's like just walk through it, and he walks through it, and he calms down. And she's like, "Oh, that's not so bad, right?" And that's just a great intro for the rest. It, yes, and, yes, and it says so much about just what the what education could really be about. It's a, I mean, you know, it says so, has so many different ideas. Education's tough, right? Yeah, it's got to be tough. Organized education. Well, what what do we really? How do we want to? teach people or how do we want to uh give like this structure you know what the truth is you have to teach people how to adapt i think that's the ultimate i think it's the ultimate skill mm-hmm. i think the skill of adaptation and change yeah well that's what life is life is yes. always constantly adapting i mean and and maybe not every life but at least some of the great ones are in mine <laughs> it's always just like always dealing with a new set of circumstances whatever that mark of time is but you're always adapting and always changing and always, always yeah. even within your professional life and personal and it's it, it really professionally i found that more and more professionally for sure you know what i know what it occurred to me it occurred to me a few years ago that like professionally i really feel like it's all about skills having a diversified skill set and somewhere in that skill set have like one fundamental thing right you're really focused in. yeah and you know it it's so about that and it's also about who you know, and you know, it's a lot of who you know. Certain amount of luck, but Especially also around here, really, yeah, in New York. I mean, yeah. it's so competitive. But you have to kind of allow your—I don't know anything, but it, at least for my production world and being responsible for knowing what I'm doing and uh, my word being good, it's like you really gotta <laughs> put your best foot forward and. and Step up, be kind, admit when you're wrong, but also 
capitalize on on moments and you know that you know can get you to the next one and that will be like okay he may have uh not been perfectly what i needed but he's a he's kind he's got a good work ethic he was there i want to keep him i want to bring him back or and it's really just kind of cutthroat at points because if you're not putting your best foot forward in all those ways if you're not skilled and you're not kind it'll just you really don't have anything and it's kind of you this loop you couldn't be more right <laughs> i couldn't have put it any better myself dude and it's like you know you know it's a big part of it too uh, a big part of it is like it's good to admit when you're wrong but no it's equally as valuable is voicing when you're upset Mm-hmm. voicing when you think something is wrong when you think something else is wrong learning how to voice that that's important too right but then it's so it's so interesting because you may be upset at least but lately i've, I've found some challenges because your emotions in in professional places and personal ways they don't really matter to the situation like when a no. job when a job needs to get done or like the bottom that, line is the job is to And it's done. like, ah, and that's what's so hard about working with friends sometimes. It's like, you know, you have Yeah, because it's hard to understand that. You really have to like, I have to get this done or this deadline needs to get hit. And either you're doing it great, you're like, I don't need to worry about it right, if you're producing it. And if they're not, it's like you really, you're accountable, you're responsible. And that's hard. It's, that's really as, And as we get older, it's becoming more and more difficult to merge those kinds of the business and the personal and really like, gain the skill and also be kind and and but the skill it, it kind of goes back to that you, know, you really you keep, have to you know you keep saying be kind you keep saying be kind and I, re- I really do like that because i think that is a i think that is a virtue um you have to be kind it's like a, you know because you know what it is i was always gary v gary v style we're going gary <laughs> i was saying i was always raised on the phrase of like you catch more bees with honey always and then you know? and you and you feel the vinegar you felt the vinegar in your life yes and Right, that's how the expression goes. You could like, you can catch more with honey than vinegar. Like you, yep. you really, it's like Nietzsche's almost concept of the bottom. Like you got to be yes. good at that bottom. So the honey, you can really savor the honey. You can really like appreciate those great moments that happen. Really, yes, really yes. understand. And some of the best moments have happened like that, at least for me. And you know, there have been some vinegar well, moments. There's always vinegar moments, and there's always honey moments. And so they're both. always working you together. Need both. You need both. <laughs> You definitely need both, and and you always want it to be honey. A wise man knows that he doesn't. A wise man knows he needs Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage, or uh, I wasn't. I, I wasn't into Game of Thrones. Oh. but I did a whole episode on a Game of Thrones debate. I hosted two people: one who thought it was awesome the final season, and one who thought it was awful. Where well, do you stand? Out of curiosity. It's a great show, but you know what? The moment I was referencing was uh, Tywin Lannister. It's like that it's hard because Tywin Lannister was this very strong character and he represented so much strength that I feel like once he got, he died, I feel like the show for me kind of lost this element of like total brute control. That was such a metaphor for like the individual now where it's like these dynasties trying to establish themselves. And once that, uh, no, no, I actually just gave a spoiler. I hope that's not the worst thing. No, the it's too late. It's too late for people. Oh, uh, yeah, really? Yeah, the show it's has happened. It's too it's, late. But, you know... I'm wh- sorry if it just happened. But <laughs> I really respected the rest of the show, though, to answer your question. Uh, like, it was good, and I entered, I was I was entertained. I, so many people were, were, were hating on it, but you so know, much production I, I value went into it, and I really Taylor, appreciated that. I have found that there are... 
I feel like so many things are like notoriously hated now, or like things that people are just popular upset. to like jump on a bandwagon of like just shitting, just shitting on, on something. something. I think a lot of people. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to accuse people, but a lot of the time it's like it's not the content that that's that's bad. It's like you're just kind of upset at everything. Well, because you're so personally invested, and that's what's so exactly. awesome about you know these uh, these cool things that become mainstream and popular. It's everybody can kind of like be in it together of enjoying this I think thing the and have their... dead. I think the monoculture is dead. Yeah, I think Game of Thrones is the peak end of the monoculture. We might have something. That a bunch of people are in on, like Westworld, when it gets to its end. Mm-hmm. But the model culture has peaked at Game of Thrones, and now it's all because we are all diving into our own subcultures. Right, we're all diving into our own subcultures. And there's so many; it's an infinite number of them. So we just keep getting spread thinner and thinner. That, you know, I think I would argue that's always happening. It's almost that makes me think of like the echo chamber thing, where it's, it's decentralizing. Like you can, yeah, I would well, agree. Like with the echo chamber, it's like yeah, you're right. You know, we do just kind of like want to find that niche and really like want to be right about it, and we want to explore that to its end and. There's so much stuff out there now. Whatever preference so you have, much. whatever preference you have, and this is what I really love about Loop Troop. Um, it's like if anything you want to explore, it's out there for you to really dive in there and to like see some some stuff. Just because you have that preference, like Loop Troop, we have a band for you to listen to. We have visual art that you can look at. We okay. have li- we have live shows that you can come and attend. We're gonna be. I mean, you know, we have uh, not only Loop TV, which is more short form comedy skits. We're going to be working on a short film soon, which... Oh, shit. Yes. Uh, nice. It's going to be really awesome. I don't want to give too much away because uh, I don't want anybody to, you know, see anything coming. But I will just say that, like, Loop Troop always prides itself on being kind of out there, like, you know, doing something unique and different. And we have really explored all the mediums now for the last couple of years, but, like, Shakespeare, but now, live shows now... We're really going to dive into making a, a film and really see what we can do because myself personally, but also uh, a bunch of people around us in the group are doing this as, for a career. And we're like, let's take what we've been working on all these years just for fun and it. really make something and really try to like use what's been driving this in a visual way, manifest all of our energy in the visual sense. And I'm excited, man. I'm really excited. Fuck yeah. That sounds hype as hell. I hope people... I hope, dude... I mean, I gotta... Like, there's just always something going on. Like, I will also plug, like, Loop Troop Family Band will be playing a show on my birthday, August 31st. Woo! Mercury Lounge in Manhattan. You definitely should come check it out. Nice. Um, we're also just putting out shows constantly. Uh, you guys are always performing. You guys are consistent. You guys have been consistent. You guys have been very consistent, observingly consistent with putting out content um staying at the forefront seriously you guys you gotta just keep doing it man and i respect you for doing this podcast and really trying i love to, this man you gotta no matter what it is you're trying to achieve you have to just put yourself out there and do it and with what i love about loop troop is you know we've all been friends for a long time but now it's become something so much bigger than ourselves it has become such a a bigger thing than what it started out as we know it's just this multifaceted thing that so many other people are involved with now that are you know, we just know them through professional resources. And it's like what started out is just, oh, I have a friend who has a friend who can work on this. It's it's just really taken on it's a really life. It's evolving. It has a life of its own now. And it's it's actually cool to be a part of it from no, the beginning. It's like you guys were like straight up larva and now you're cocooning. Very you're well cocooning. said. Very well you're said. You're cocooning right said. now. You always have such a good way with words. 
Oh, thank you. Man. Fine, away with words. Thank you, man. Some of it is the books you recommended. Ah, uh, I, I, I have more. I have more for you. We please do. We have yet to scratch the surface. Please do. Maybe I could pass something off to you. I got a. I would little, love that. A bookshelf over here. I was just saying to you earlier that I need to get back. I've been working so much lately that I have not really picked up a good book and just dived into. Maybe it. I could. Do, maybe I could throw something on you. That's what I really miss about living on Long Island. I loved when I worked in the city when I would commute on the LIR I would just have so much time to read books and just like really sit there for, for a long time and just but now just I work in, in now I work in Brooklyn like 20 minutes away from me and I'm just there you know <laughs> everything's different <laughs> now and I when I'm home I'm just editing videos and um you know I I write some stuff on my own I'm like doing that in my spare time so it's like it's funny to navigate all the things I feel you um Dude, I've been I've been doing a little bit more video editing lately. I'm starting to get a little bit of a hang for it. Yeah, well, did you? Is that from the video game stuff you've been I edit going into? The video into? game stuff. I edit the podcast on YouTube. I edit those YouTube episodes. Um, I do some stuff for my job. Like I create an e-commerce site at my job. So oh, I think you told me that. How yeah. did that go? It's going pretty well. Yeah. It's going pretty well. I'm, re- I'm really happy about it. I'm really happy about it. But um, you, uh, I created some like tutorial videos. So it's that you hard. Can... Editing is hard. Tutorial videos are even. I don't. Well, I just did a I just did a screen record of my like browser, so I I would just film myself doing certain functions on the site. So I have like a tutorial section on the site. Well, I'm working on that. I'm adding that soon, but there's gonna be a tutorial section of the site where you could just like. That's cool though, and it's nice. I I definitely right now I'm just trying to like do it. I make some stuff for Loop Troop, but and and for myself, I've been editing this stuff on my side, but it's such a thing. Like all things, you have to just keep practicing and keep working at and like. To, to think that you're going to just one day hit it and, and, and be good at it, it's, it's just you know, not, not, not realistic. It's something you got to keep working on. And that's so hard about having, not hard, it's a luxury, really, to have so it many is, different interests that is. you have to cultivate and you have to um, really, you, but that's kind of the difference, right, between something professionally and something that's a hobby. But the that's, hobbies take strong hold sometimes. The like, hobbies right? take strong hold. <laughs> like, I got into that's, painting for a while, really randomly, like, I left my theater job and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was like, let me just become an artist for a while and, and, and do that. And that was a whole world in itself. And if you want to go to my Instagram and scroll down, you'll see some, some cool abstract acrylic pouring that is a... Dude, this is... I feel like you're, with, I feel like you're going to be like me in the sense. <laughs> I don't understand the people who like, they're like, yeah, I'm retired and I'm bored. I'm like, What? What do you mean? I know, I know. That you're so you right. You have the world. At your like hand. even if you even if you don't have the means to travel the world, like right. you still just these things in my room. I go insane between between the instruments, right, right, yeah. Between between the between my laptop being able to write things. That's so between, like, I really agree with you, man. I, I think that if when learning if a new when, language, mm-hmm. like the time is yours. But I feel like there are people who are retired who really like do stuff. Who continue yes. to work? It's like okay, this one career of mine is done. Now, what's next? Yeah, what's next for me? People that, want to work. I really believe that. I think people oh, you want must. to work. You must. That's a people great. That's a really great point, man. That's a great uh, like Chekhov, Shakespeare, all of it. It's like uh, working is you gotta work. Yes. Idleness is worse than death a lot of the time, in my I like opinion. That. Like idleness this, is worse. You know, death. idleness like is worse. That. A lot of ways, like just, I mean, being bored, people can be bored. That's fine. If you really want to do that, 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 that's cool. But 
working and really staying busy, even just for your own, whether it's for the world or for your own personal mind slash garden, like it's just good for you to be busy and to be doing things and to be like, yeah, that's funny. But the world needs that. I think that's something that people need to feel. Because a lot of people say like, well, what about me? I'm just this individual node. I'm I'm a I'm one like little speck among seven billion. Right. What does it matter if I tend my garden? But it's like you couldn't be any more wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like you're if you do a little, I guess, I think it's called arithmetic. Yeah. Where it's like yeah, in yeah. your life, you'll get to know between five hundred and a thousand people. Mm-hmm. Like get to know them. Right. right? Yeah. I'll get to know five hundred and a thousand to a thousand people. So us communicating is two networks colliding right. that are connected to five hundred to a thousand people. But That's- do you know what's crazy? Yeah. All those people, they know 500 to 1,000 right. people. Mm-hmm. So that means you're two people away from a network of a million. That's why I really love going out sometimes in New York City because if you're going out with your friends... My math might be wrong, but it's oh, well, I'm being conservative. You made your point. You made, I did, yes. You, yeah. made your, you made your point, but it, that's so funny. In I think um, what I found is the older I get, the more you're right, the more people know everyone else and i show up at a party and i know this person i actually really know this person well because they know a good friend of mine yep. and it's like uh what what's that theory like six degrees of separation or whatever yes like, everyone's connected like really six truly people. and it, it's yeah, almost no, like it couldn't be any more it's, true it's like i it's so ironic sometimes right it almost is like baffling it's like you it's, that you're running into this person sometimes yeah. i'll i'll just have spoken to this uh or i'll go see this band that uh, a friend of mine performs and then the next day, I'll see somebody who's vaguely connected to that. And then, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's almost like, hmm. It makes you think, right? It makes you think <laughs> we might be in a simulation. Might we be in a simulation? I mean, we might be. Dude, anything's possible. I, like, Trump is president. Like every, Anything is possible. The I ceiling's look, broken. The ceiling, the ceiling truly broken. is broken in, in, in every different way and another. <laughs> we are in, un- we were saying this earlier, I really feel like we are in uncharted waters on a bunch of different levels but while it's so horrifying and scary the infrastructure is changing right is what's happening right and not just politically personally on, on all fronts it's it, and while it's all terrifying uh, and horrifying what? it's really fascinating it really is we're in such a it really is. we're in really new times where everything people is, should be excited we it, have our trials we have our trials right now right, it's no so hard to think about it mm-hmm. but well, it's so hard. Should... To... It's a... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut it's you. It's okay. No, go for it. Go for I, it. It's just so. No, I wanted you to. I was just going to say it's so hard to feel optimistic sometimes. I think it's fair. What? We're... But you know what is the news is designed to make you feel pessimistic because yeah. then you're glued to it. It's like there really there's a balance out there. It's like that yin and yang we were talking about. It's like for every horrifying thing you see, like there's equally something as like inspiring and beautiful on the other end right you know like what's his name akon get, giving like millions of people power in africa mm-hmm. on his own mm-hmm. dollar yeah you know yeah no really you know, it's a beautiful thing bill gates eradicating diseases worldwide you know mm-hmm. like there's there are good things happening be kind be kind be kind be kind it's just true kind. you wanted kind. to get into gary v you want to get oh, to Oh, well, it's just, uh, it's, it's straight up, it kind of goes into the optimism thing that we're talking about yes. and, and really putting in work ethic that goes bigger than yourself. It really is just, whether it's entrepreneurship or anything, you have to go for it and put your, not be afraid of failure and put your best foot forward. And honestly, I keep going back to the theme of not being afraid of failure lately. Cause you, you put, can't you, fail. Failures, failures part of the state. 
Every step on the staircase to success is failure. Right. All and, the steps. And the high and the more steps you take, the it's just yes. the more risky it's get it, it's almost like the more money, more problems thing. Like the older you get the it's like I always thought the older we got, the more things would make sense. But I think the older we get, the more I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And the but that's the thing, the more you acknowledge that you don't know what's going on, the more real your world becomes. Mm, yeah, no, really. And the more you actually you start are, to attach to the things you do know. That you do care about and that, yeah. that you really can jive with and that you believe in. And, and wow, that's a, that's a really great point. That's a really wonderful thing to think about. Yeah, and <laughs> social media is designed to take that from you. <laughs> to rip that right out of your chest. But it's it's up to you. It is. Way. That's it really the thing. Is it is up, up to you. you. you really can... That's the yang end. Whatever side's the negative, the end of the yang end. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, kind of interchangeable. Exactly. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, Guildenstern and Rosencrantz. We were just talking about that. <laughs> well, well, yo, did you see... I don't know about you. I'm a, just a hot topics for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, compartmentalize. Yeah. Um, Please. I'm a big fan of the original Lion King film. Okay. I'm in love with that film. Did oh. you see the new one? No, I haven't yet. I haven't either. Have you heard anything about that? Oh, well, of course. I, I. What have you heard? I've heard that. Well, in ter- some people like it, some people don't like it. I've heard a lot of mixed. Listen. I've heard a lot of mixed. We're in a time now where I think it's really popular. I keep coming back to this. So yes. many things are being remade yes. and redone. And there's really... I mean, there is original content out there. We've seen so many things that are like really innovative and new. But... It's so fascinating. You know what I mean? Like yes, you must see how exactly much things saying. are being remade and redone, rebooted. And there's a certain market for that, and I appreciate that. And I'm not whether I I'm probably going to go see. But it. I, I think probably, I think people are rejecting it now. I they, think people are actually starting to get sick of you it. You think? I think so. Well, maybe you can. Star look at Wars stats. is a good example of that. Are people like not coming out? People or? are not coming out for the movies as much. People still come out, but like right. people don't, for n- and the merch for is nostalgia. Not, though, merch right? isn't like, selling. That's the problem. The mm-hmm. merch isn't selling. Star Wars, the bulk of the bank came from the merch. The toys, mm-hmm. the Legos, the t-shirts, the lightsabers, yeah. the, the merch, the autographs, the merch. But, right. But, but it's dead. Now, it's funny because I think... The well's drying up. The well is drying up and now people are like, what? All right, what's next? Like we, We've seen Get Out. Like We've seen all these really... Birdman, all these really innovative things from these Artors, if you will. And yep. you know, we've had some trailblazers for sure. Well, as apparently as, Tarantino's like new film is supposed to be amazing. I saw it. You saw it? Yeah. What did you think? I liked it a lot. I, you know, I am somebody who, I'm, I'm a film buff, I would yes. say. So I definitely go into something and I don't want to go in hating it. I don't want to go in loving it. I want to really try Just to. Just really take it. Because I'm somebody that wants to do that. I'm somebody that definitely end goal wants to be directing and producing work, whether it's uh, film, theater, uh, whatever. Um, this movie, I really appreciated because he has a vision. He really, um, and he, it's uncompromised. It really is, is, is well, refreshing. That's Tarantino in a nutshell. Right. And, and, an uncompromised vision. He has, fi- he literally makes in his contract, like, I have final cut privileges. I get this, I get the final thing. Um, you know, I had my qualms with it. I had certain expectations, which I try not to have ever. But I did because I'm human and I'm flawed. But, you know, there are th- you know there were things I didn't like, but there were a lot of things I loved. And one thing I will say, the combination of Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio working together, I've been thinking about that. Like I feel like since I was a kid, seeing those two guys work together, there's something very powerful about the two of them. These like almost like the I was reading an article that like described them as like the last movie stars before social media came out and like there was this, this box office recognition there's like the will smith tom cruise yeah, brad yeah. pitt and leonardo dicaprio there's like really something special there 
Um, and I think there's going to be something special about like the Irishman coming up. And you know what's crazy? Scorsese. I feel like that's why it took so long for them to give Leo an Oscar because I feel like they knew that, so they're dragging it out as long as they could. He's a because spe- they knew people would not be as like drawn to his movies. Right. If that, if that little subplot wasn't true, mm-hmm. it's actually kind of pro wrestling if you think about it. It's pro like, wrestling well, is a is a whole other category. But yeah, yeah, that's that that's a great comparison. Did you say you wanted to talk about Hamlet? Oh well, shout out to my you boy. Want to shout out to Hamlet. Shout hurts out you? to Hamlet hurts you if he's, hey. if he's, if he's, if he's my boy. Me and Hamlet are really tight. Right. Hamlet's a good dude, man. He he is a really good dude. He's really, he's a big he's a nice guy. He's um, big... but ultimately, I would tell people to go see it because it is definitely just better than anything I've seen. In the movie, in in just TV yeah. How movies. do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel about the whole Marvel craze that's going through? That I just be, took cinema by storm. I might be. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. I might be the first person on this show. I I, I don't go. I have not seen any of them. Really. No, I've had people who are just okay. not into it. I've had people who are not into it. I feel. I know. Like you're super into gaming, and I feel like there's some crossover. There, there is some crossover. Marvel. I'm not super like. I'm not super sucked in. Okay, well, uh, here's the thing. I pay. I like it a lot. I watch it. I pay attention to it. Some of it is garbage. Some of it is definitely garbage. I respect it a lot. I, I will peaked. say, here's I think the... it peaked at the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> I think the genre already peaked. Well, here's the thing. I watched the Avengers movie on a plane ride, and which one? Infinity War or Endgame? The the one that Thanos appeared in in the first. The, the first. The, the, the first. With Thanos one. I, gotta I say, love that. Look. I gotta say that. That's like, what's. I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm skeptical of Marvel. You know, I have my qualms, but I truly wasn't expecting that. And as an as a, <laughs> yes. as, and as a, yes. you know what I mean. As an aspiring Infinity maker of things, unreal. as an aspiring maker of things, I love when my expectations are. Well, how you know, great of a character was that? It was great. It was in great. Infinity War. Well, I love that. That what I love that archetype character. of it's necessary. Yes, that's why I love like you know, in Luke Troop. I've gotten to play be. some Italian guys, and it's like it was necessary. Pop some guy. It's necessary. Killing a bunch of people, ne- and you know, well, you Game know of Thrones it goes back to Game of Thrones. That kind of attitude. It's like, it's so fun to almost explore that. And not only that, I think the th- I think the real profound part of his character arc and building his character up was him and this. If you remember him getting the Soul Stone, where he had to sacrifice his daughter. Yeah. Because then when when they described to him what the terms were, is like you must give up what you love most. Right. And then she was like, "You failed. You've never loved anything more than yourself." And then you just see him with that sorrow look. He sacrifices his daughter and he gets a stone. So what that tells you is that he truly did love his daughter more than anything. And he can't get that stone without a genuine sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And there's something in us, and this is what religion has been trying, has been <laughs> propagating. There's okay. something in us that immediately connects to sacrifice. When we see someone make a sacrifice, we can't help but admire it. Yeah. So when they made you admire the villain for his sacrifice... It was a weird yeah. conflict. Well, it's funny because it's such a mainstream it thing, and, and it's against my criticism that I will say one thing. It's like I argue it's authenticity, uh, and I, or rather, like um, you know how 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 popular it is. The fact that they were able to do that, yeah. and really challenge, go go that extra mile, and and kind of surprise a person like me who is expecting a certain thing, and be like, no, no, like life is like this sometimes yeah. uh, on such a large level, because right. I always have the the corporate fear of like you know selling out and like yep. things having such a big budget that it it, it loses kind of its artistic stuff. Yes. And there clearly wasn't. So and I as an artist I really appreciate that. Those are my favorite things when I can watch it and like mm-hmm. leave and be like, "Oh, damn. All right, cool. I it makes that makes me think and I I thought this one thing and now I'm here." And it, that's great. 
That's all you can really subverting ask expectations is a really a powerful thing. thing to do in storytelling. Well, escapism is so cool within the arts because you really have an opportunity to suspend people's disbelief and, and create stories and and, yep. and and so that's well. I always thought that stories, no matter how fictional and grandiose they are, it's it's really a great way of communicating wisdom, mm-hmm. passing down messages. You know, it's from... like if escapism into a story is actually like that's about as good as escapism can get. Escaping yeah. into a story because, like, you're willing to hear the writer or writers out on what wisdom they have. Truly, to offer and it, because it's so funny, it's so assuming. It's I think we might have touched upon this a little earlier. Like, oh, who am I to to, to speak on this thing? Yes, you have to be very educated, you have to be very informed. But if you really do know about that thing, yes. you have an opportunity to, like, a you know, provide substance to uh, a, a lot of people that could help and. Well, I guess that's the second point. It's like yeah. provide substance and also, uh, you know, satisfy your own uh, artistic and philosophical ideas and make a difference in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's what's really interesting. And you were telling me earlier, like from this podcast, the fact that you have people coming out to your stuff because people listen to this. Yeah, people it, it, come you know, to the Smash tournaments. That, that's what it's all about. Reach out to me. Yeah, put things out there, and then people pick up on it. It's like, well, I majored in communication in college, and it yeah. always kind of comes back to that for me: interpersonal communication of like. Putting out a message into the world and letting it seeing sometimes it doesn't get picked up. Yeah, some, sometimes it's an empty transmission, and that that really sucks, and it really does. But sometimes it it, it does. But and you know what it is? It's like that. It's never been easier to distribute your transmission. It's never been easier. Right. So it's I, never been easier for people to pick up on what you're saying or pick up on what you're putting. And out. if you really don't give a fuck, and if you really are like kind of like not afraid of failure and put yourself out there time and time and time again. Whatever your goals are, I think that's a great line to finding some kind of happiness and being like, you know, zen yeah. and, and finding a good place to be in your life just on all different levels. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Without question. I, you know, I always like talking with you, Landy, because I feel like when we start talking about things, it sets off so many other different possible conversations that can be. Oh, like, dude. Everything is always so all encompassing. It's always like such a bigger thing going on. It's like we mention one thing and then that makes you have all these other ideas. It's so easy to get like railed, derailed (laughs) because we have so much to talk about. And it's so funny because we cannot see each other for so long. Facts. And then it's been a while. It's been like a year since we. And then we come back and it's like we there's just endless amounts of things to catch up on. That's so true, dude. And that's that's great. And I really. Yeah, I really yeah. value that in, in, in people. So Me too. Thank well, you to the Landy friend, Lodge. We've been, friends, we've been friends for a really long time, dude. Yeah, we, we go way back to... Oh, was it Calhoun Bowling? Is that where we met? We were on the bowling team. Calhoun Bowling? I, 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 I can't believe you're bringing that we up. We were on As the I bowling team. As I get closer team. to the microphone and more uncomfortable, I was on the bowling <laughs> team. I was... Uh, yeah. This guy was this guy was varsity. And, uh, I, I, you know, I made it. I, I was varsity for one year. You know, yeah, you and didn't. Then I dipped. I stuck around longer than you. You stuck around. I was done after one year. I we did sucked. it for a year. It was fun. We sucked. I you dipped. having? You've... We had a good time. We, we did. had a good time. Well, we did it. The bus rides were fucking chaos. Vogel, 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 shout out to Muller <laughs> in the back. Oh my oh, god, yeah, those times are really, really fun. Even playing in the JV games, I was like, it was fun. Because we're kind of just hanging out, dude. You're bowling for free. Mm-hmm. Like, the school is letting you bowl for free, as long as you could do, like, half decently. And that was my thing, other than being into girls. 
it, it, like I wasn't into uh, theater or film really at all. That bowl, it was like bowling and girls. <laughs> like, unfortunately, I did not get that uh, appreciating education and like other well, things you know, until later. So bowling, you, I really, I, I cherish hardcore. <laughs> I really appreciated those times. I do. They, those were simple times. Just take the ball, just bowling, baby. Alley. And I, well, I, yeah, so much, so many great times in my life honestly happened bowling, like memories with my dad, my one of some of my first dates, like taking it like, oh, super bowling, seriously. Bowling is a good it, time. Bowling is America. Bowling Bowl- is like as American. <laughs> bowling is as American as it gets. Bro, this just makes me think of the Big Lebowski. But don't fuck with the Jesus. <laughs> I was just watching you a clip of that it, recently. Man. You said it, man. Liam and me, we're gonna <laughs> fuck you, you up, man. I love it. <laughs> I, was, oh, I can't get enough of that fucking movie. I love that. I love it's it. It's so timeless. Much. Like that's something about cinema too. Is there is timeless cinema, mm-hmm. that's and a, that's an example. If you will let me indulge for a moment, that's please, really awesome because you can indulge. you can really capture a specific time or a specific vision, uh, like to, a Window. period of time, Window. Window. windows Window. of time in life yes. that you can like really document, and it, it right. You're telling stories, but sometimes they're not stories. Sometimes, or it is a story. But it's telling a bigger real story or something that can be totally fantastical. Something yes. something totally like out of this box, Game of Thrones, Star Wars, whatever. Uh, so right now I'm really thriving on trying to, no matter what it is, no matter where I land in the storytelling world, just being okay with like that yes. thing. And I have my preferences and always will. But like truly trying to, to be okay with the thing that you want to do you know yeah wherever you want to land like to to kind of contextualize a little more been you know doing more things other than being a production assistant as a job lately which has been great i've been really busy doing different things but if it doesn't work out and i have to go back to being a pa that's great as you know you know what the truth is if you want to do something you got to do it for free to start Mm mm-hmm if you want to do something because you, you love it because you really are just like that because you love it because you have the passion bro when i when i went from working in like business sales and management to computer programming my first gig i worked for free mm-hmm. i worked for free oh. for about 2 weeks and then the the owner was like his work is really good let's just start paying him right. they're like hey do you want like we'll pay you hourly here's your hourly rate i was mm-hmm. like that's great that's more than i've ever gotten paid in my life let's fucking do it so yeah. i was just working part got a part time gig uh, programming, and from there I was able to get a full time gig. That's where you're. You're really right about just kind of taking opportunities, and I guess sometimes it's hard in life to, to literally do things for it's free. Hard. It's, it's like, hard. It's hard. I'm not saying like, what I did was easy. No, but you worked like you allowed yourself to be in that kind of place where yes. those things can happen. You really have to allow yourself to have space to to to, to really focus on that, and to <laughs> it it requires so much effort to just do things personally. Yes, and, and but then also professionally and managing all of it, and once again coming back to the balance, just like it is, it's a delicate balance. <laughs> but but like uh, doing things for free, it, it, there's something special. But or not even for free stuff that's like just small. Even if it's like I've been in a lot of things lately that are just like suggested donations in the city. I saw my uh, a friend of mine's show in the city recently that was like so underground and so like the actors probably weren't getting paid or if they were it was just like so small but there's something so special about people organizing and coming together and doing what they love yes there's something really wonderful about that yes and it's like even if it's no matter what you feel about it the fact that people are actually taking time to do that and to care about something like that where they're putting in time out of their lives not 
getting it, it's wonderful that's well, that's like that should be what humanity's all about just people coming together yes. like that and you know really all coming together not working for free making it all work well, for dude, us. not to get into politics here's, but, a, here's, a, here's an example of it I play in a slow pitch softball league on Sunday mornings and I've been meaning to come out to that and me I, and the same guys heard all about this from Dan Muller I take mm-hmm. it shout out to Dan Muller um, and we do it every man. Sunday we do it every Sunday and I tell I tell the team all the time like guys this is church we're here every Sunday. We're here to celebrate life. Mm-hmm. Do what we love to do. Like, mm-hmm. we're not the pros. If we were, we'd get paid to do it. Yeah. But no, we pay to do it. Yeah, this but this is... church. We pay the church to let us do what we got to do on Sunday. And there's something really wonderful, like, yeah, like we've been talking about today. There's something, there's something beautiful something really, about like, that. That's what I really love about Luke Most Troop of again. humanity yeah. did not have a... Most of human existence, there was no Sunday softball. There was no, oh, I could take off from my life right. well, there was... on Sunday because I don't need to work to survive. Like, I already worked my five, six days a week. And then there's that always something else, though. It's like, okay, so that's, that's, it's true because you, you say church. Yeah, it's church. <laughs> it's like because it if really people is. aren't going to softball, they're going to church. Or if they're not going to church, they're doing something else. What are you doing? It's How Sunday, do you... but it's Sunday. It should be something holy. I honestly believe Sunday, you got to make it holy in some way. How do you fill that void? How do, do something you... on Sunday. You do play something... softball. You play softball. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying fill your god hole with softball. <laughs> <laughs> I think but that's you. you should have your own spiritual venture. Really ponder the universe, ponder a creator, ponder all of that. You really should. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, like Sunday, if you if you're living the type of life where Sunday you're really off from work, you should have something you do every Sunday. I really believe that Holds you should you have down. something you Holds do you every down. Sunday. Something you love. Yeah. Something you love should be done every Sunday, even if for just an hour. Every no, I'm trying to think Sunday. if I have that. I think right now that's video making, but I'm like, I, I, I go I go to the gym at least twice or three times a week. But, you know, I, I think me I need too, some more of that. But I, maybe I should come play softball sometimes, honestly. Come play some softball. I gotta, I gotta, well, Bro, get some sun, dude. Gotta get sunlight. Dude, I want to get sun, but sometimes I like I just get, I, I absorb the sun. I don't like get burned. Dude, I just I become see, so you're like dark. me, so you're, you're not like a complete like, like pale boy. Like you know, you and I have a little bit of tone yeah. to us. You more than me, but up we top. got we got some tone to us. We got a little bit of tone to us, but um, <laughs> like dude, cool the sun, have. dude, the sun is like what? What am I trying to say? It's like, well, I have my friends are just like well, this summer it, is the like last the two years. The last few years, you have you been more sensitive to the sun? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's getting hotter and hotter. I used to time. never get sunburned. It's almost like climate. That whole the whole thing about it's getting hotter and hotter every year. And well, whole... I just think the ozone layer is getting thinner. So it's not that it's necessarily getting hotter, but the, the sun feels hotter on your body. That's what I felt. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ignorant to the rest of the statistics. It's like you used to be able to, yeah. Individually, I feel like the sun is hitting me harder than it ever has. That right. could, I don't know if that's me just getting older. Again, I don't know anything. But you know, I think it there's feels a little bit of both things. I think you know, you grow as a human being into become. I think that's just getting older and being like, more like nah. I'm all like, uh, this sun, but <laughs> this no, sun. I love it outside, and I always have. Like I've always loved it outside. Just I feel, I never used to burn, dude. I gotta say, yeah, now I'm burning. No, like for me, it's just be, being hot in the city. It's just not. That's like being different. in the subway, like trying to get home, and it's just like so hot outside, so hot inside. You're crammed up. You're sardines. I, I sm- you. I'm smelling breath. I'm smelling bo. Like it's just like on. All- so in it just in a way, it's just it's not good. You know, it, I love living in Brooklyn, but also I gotta say it's. Uh, I will say I I enjoy having. Do you have a backyard? I used to, and I'm really missing it. We, yeah, I have a backyard that really when I need to kind of like zoom out or space things out. Just backyard's probably go out there, sit in a chair, and just 
We got a roof that we chill yeah. on, and I, I have a fire That's escape. That's cool. That could a, work. I got a fire escape. I, that I, works. I, I do a lot, dude. I can't I spend a lot of hours on that fire escape. All right, go. You got to get fresh air. I don't know. Have you ever listened to the lo-fi playlist? I um, listen to a lot of lo-fi. The, the, the one, the chilled cow playlist where it's like... Uh, you, I don't know if you. It's a twenty four seven playlist that's just like going constantly. What's the image? What's the image is it's like the cat and the and the person like. There's studying. a meme going on about it right now. It's a person studying. Yes, a yes, cat. yeah. I listen to that a lot. I it, it's funny because I feel like I almost replicate that. That is me doing work, but also my cat is. Yeah, sitting you put right your cat on Instagram all the time, dude. Diego is the best. <laughs> I hope you can somehow plug an Did image. Did you of name her, her after the tiger from Ice Age? No, the story of. No, his name is Diego. Maybe. See, the thing is, is, Ethan, is she a ginger cat? Yeah. Oh my god! So kind of. This is this is. See, that's funny. You, how the universe. Kind I have of to. Sh- I have to show you. Oh my god! I have way too many text messages to show you a picture. But this is this is the loose scope of Diego. You see her. Let me just. Quickly. I think I should just push these up or push them. All right. You could. Oh no. You're gonna. We're almost there. Put them down. Pull them down. Pull them down. Or look at that Boom. picture. Oh, yo, honestly, you got a charismatic cat. Dude, she's amazing. She's the perfect amount of chill. She also, like, can play. But the bottom line I is... I like playful cats. Cats that know how to play, that, that's really... I feel like that's a difference maker for me. I was a, I grew up a dog person. I am a dog person. I, 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 like, a, I like cats. I like playful cats. I'm a dog person. I grew up a dog person. But, you know, I started, as I moved into Brooklyn, meeting more cats. Weirdly, like... It just kind of happened, and you I got started... toxoplasmosis, and they got you in their tribe. They really did. They're just great because it's, it's totally. They're they're great. Listen, man, you'd love cats just because they're just like the perfect relationship of you know. Where they don't it, need you. They don't. They don't. They do when they don't because they need you to eat. But it's like that's they, it. They don't need you to piss. They don't need your right? It's like they let dogs you, need your attention. They let you know when they want attention, and that's great because they're really into the attention at that point. And it's like a beautiful moment of cuddling and playing, and then it's over. And it's like, all right, all right, I'm gonna go over here and sit by but myself. Some cats, some cats are brats. I know. I lived with I lived with the cat when I was in Charleston, and that cat only wanted my attention in the moments where it got none of it. <laughs> it's like when yeah. I was really working on that's something. That's usually how it that works. motherfucker would show up and be like. Why are you yeah. so focused on something? That's usually how it works. My cat has a hilarious way of torturing us. And I want to get back to the root of the name Diego before. Um, yeah, it wasn't Di- Ice Age. Di- no, it wasn't Ice Age. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, she will She will literally, she sleeps all day. And then when we're trying to go to sleep, like it's like the sound of our door will wake her up. And she's like, meow. And we'll just be <laughs> up and ready to play. Like that's when her day is starting. But Diego started because Ethan just always was obsessed. Ethan Smesta, great guy. Shout, Shout out, out to Ethan. Ethan. Everybody, yeah. What's going on, my dude? So he always wanted a, a cat named Diego, and he really fixated on that for a while, since, as we've all Do been. we know if that's because of Ice Age? That I can't. Uh, I, can't, <laughs> I, can't I can't confirm or deny that, so I'm going to have to get back to you on that. But it ended up being that we had a girl cat, and we really, for a while, thought about just keeping the name Diego because... You know, because why the fuck not? Like, the cat right, would get but, offended. But it was kind of like I. We all like the name Diego. It just. I mean, no, I like it. She looks like a Diego. She really does. She it's, looks like a Diego. Her original name was Joby. Joby. You know, it's funny. Joby. There's, there's a common theme of the original name of animals being very just like. Come on, that's just that's such a cop out. That's a cop out. Like you clearly didn't think about that very much. You animal names are very important. Get that away from your nutsack. Oh my god. It's radiation on your cell phone. Don't put it on your nut sec. Dude, you're fucking right. Uh, You're a good friend. Yeah, I got you. PSA to everybody listening, both men and women, keep your cell phone away from your genitalia. That means you don't want it in your pocket that long either. Just keep it away. 
It's cool. Put it put it in the cup holder in your car. Get it away. Put it put it on your desk to the left. Just keep it away from your genitalia. It's so hard to resist because you love your you know you you do depend. It's a on good it a tool. Lot. It's a philosopher's stone. It's so like, easy to abuse. It really is. It's a philosopher's it's stone. A, it really is a so philosopher's easy, stone. With great power, man. Comes great responsibility. And it's mostly abused, but you know, you and I and everybody. We're all working here, on it. We're all working. We are. You know what it is? It's like remember when they first had cars? They didn't have seatbelts. <laughs> it's like it's kind of the same thing right now. We we all we were all given smartphones without our mental seatbelts. <laughs> You know, really? we're, we're all learning how to, we're all learning it. We're trying to figure Perhaps it out. Perhaps that is the mental seatbelt in the way of like kind of testing ourselves and what we can do with all of that. Yes. Like for real. Really, I, I find that now more than ever, I'm just looking things up a lot. Like I get the dictionary.com widget. So like it'll just pop up on my phone every morning what a, what a new word is. Just like utilizing Jesus. little tools like that. Like new word here that literally does every, but then you can abuse that for reading, you know, just non-healthy things and indulging in non no you need to have you need to have what do you what do they call it it's like there is such a thing as like a mental diet you need to you really need to let yourself be drawn to the things that inspire you make that a buzzword mental diet like increase and improve the because it's so true man it's like you really need you really need to gravitate to like things that inspire you i think that's i think that's one of art's functions in this world is to Give you a healthy mental diet. Well, I think ins- it's one of art's be, great functions. You're right. To be inspired, though, it requires something that not everybody, unfortunately, gets to have all the time. It it's really... true, but but I, I truly believe everyone has something to offer. Yeah, well, of course. I really believe that. Yeah, man, I definitely agree. Even that... the ones who currently have nothing to offer could grow into someone who has something well, to offer. It, right. I, I totally agree. It's like everybody's an artist. Everybody kind of is that. Yeah, because we're all we're all the same fucking thing. Whether it's we yeah. we have we have some differences in our birth circumstances and in our mm-hmm. uh, happenstances through childhood and shit like that. Um, but all sides of a coin. We're all we're all fucking the same thing. All sides of a, of, of the same coin, and but also it's funny because you acknowledge those differences, but you you yearn for those similarities as well. Well, you know what it is. It's like we're made of a lot. It's like there's so much we can't see, right? It's like ordinary ordinary consciousness leaves out more than it takes it. Like everything we're here able to sense, like more is being left out than we take in. Like that's where most of life actually happens. Yes, those things that and are that's happening. The thing, yeah. That's the part of the universe. It's like when I'm told I have like seventy seven percent of the same DNA as a banana. I'm like, all right. So like, what's attached to that banana that I can't see? Yeah. Because like I'm seventy seven percent of that. <laughs> what? So it's like whatever else is out there that like we can't that we're leaving out like mm-hmm. all of that is the same, right? You know, because like we are all coming from the same source. It's true, and but also you you it's you put stuff out there, it'll fuck. It's, it's gonna come back in yeah. some weird way. It's the world is a funny place. World's a very we don't we don't understand it very well. Right? I, I almost sometimes feel like the world's more of a realm than anything else. The realm, of, it's the multiverse. Yes. It's like, I don't I know there is a, I may be factually wrong, but I, I really like to think of it as like, like we, the universe, there is the uh, comprehensible, perceivable universe as we see it. But then like, what is the, it kind of goes back to that one thing we were talking about earlier, the one uni, like that, that one thing. Yes, yes. What, what if I, what, it, we always talk about the possibility. The singularity. What if, yeah. oh, what if there's a, mon- a, b- a bunch of different universes going on at once? The mul- I, so that's why I kind of like the just multiverse just, there could be a, mi- and I feel like I always like going back to the idea that there are a bunch of different realities happening at the same time, like a bunch of different 
things uh there was like a community episode i saw one time fucking love community where it was like go. different timelines happening at the same time oh i'm uh it's season i think it's season three that's the best six. episode ever um, god i can't remember the name of it for the life of me right now but I just love so you episode. know jeff you are now creating six different timelines oh of course i am Abed. <laughs> throw it up yo that that was influential for me that was really me too. influential no for me. me too that like, had oh a... shit this is like there's a really and a you see how sensitive each how sensitive reality is really and how everything is so dependent on each other how the smallest little thing can affect every other little thing how yes. one person catching some little glance just a look or or that's what's really so fascinating about life but community captured it in such a great way and not that like time alternate at timelines you could go both ways it could either exist or just having the possibility or of knowing that there are you know, other options that you can go about conducting your life like there are different scenarios that you can just choose to surprise yourself with and like try to if, if you have an anxiety thing that usually happens try to like quell that or like yes try, try yes 100 try something different that that may feel uncomfortable at first but maybe actually could lead you to a discovery i feel like that's a lot of what books we've read yes teach us 100 like, kind of taking that path of like wait a minute what what if there's something else like you know you never know you have to kind of like take that 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 step of that leap of faith yeah you know what it is it's like it's you're it's not safe to make that take that leap of faith no, right it's, well, no, but no, but you know what the truth is it's even less safe not to take it right oh my god that's well, what people don't understand it's not safe to take the leap but it's even less safe not to take right the leap. because there's no no risk no reward and well you didn't go to the edge because the ground behind you wasn't crumbling you know you went yeah. to the edge for a reason yeah you know like it, you were moving away from something towards something else gotta just literally move forward constantly it, uh, and it's so funny because you have to move forward constantly but be always aware of what got you to that place like it's yes. almost like you have to acknowledge what you've been where you've gone what you know all of almost like what you don't want to some things that you may not want to think about but really you have to face those things to accurately move forward and to really kind of take yeah. take a step yeah. in a direction of of true enlightenment enlightenment or like yeah. you know really having setting yourself up for the best possible scenario where like you can know where you've been your demons if you will and where you want to go be okay with those things but also kind of like and i feel like writing is a good way to get in touch with everything you're talking about Writing really, is a really good way to get in touch with all of that. Everybody's whether it's journaling, whether it's like writing a sketch. That's one thing they did. I think at least in my elementary school that I remember and appreciate, they made us write a lot. Yeah, we did do a lot of writing. I did not appreciate that at all, and I feel like I, I just did it to. Do I always it. did. It actually kind of was an escape for me. I remember when I was in sixth grade. Like I got bored by the time I got to fifth grade, I started getting really bored in school because I used to get straight A's. I remember this happened. Oh, okay, I got straight A's, and like fifth grade happened. Yeah, and maybe it was puberty. But I kind of stopped caring, and I became like that BC student. Okay. Who, who just didn't really care, but was good enough to get by. Right. And That's... the worst part is teachers knew, knew that, and a lot of them kind of wrote on me for it. Rightfully so. They're always like, you know, you could always try. And I would always just be like, yeah, but, yeah, but like, I'd not... rather not do my homework, get an 85, and let it balance me at a 78. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, I got my degree. I'm doing all right for myself. Yeah, me it too. All, it all worked out okay. Well, you, you, you get your but, life together. But when I was in sixth grade, I kind of we, part of our library thing. We learned about like Greek gods all year, and I, I remember that actually fascinated me. Mm-hmm. I was fascinated Greek by gods. mythology, and right. shit. so I learned so much about it. And we had a cool project where it was like 
create your own Greek god and give him his own mythological story. I went crazy. Mm. I went so crazy, they let me skip class to keep writing what I was writing. Because it's so awesome when a kid... And I always appreciated that because they saw I was passionate about something. That you were into it, yeah. And they were like, let him do his thing. That's better for him than learning about mitosis right now. Right? Or what else can you ask for for a teacher or like... That's honestly, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before about education. Like, that's what you really want to have somebody so invested. Yes. That, like, really, like, I want to learn about this thing because I find it interesting and X, Y, and Z. Yep. It's really great. That's how, if, if and imagine if that were to happen on a larger scale, if, if, if every, really, if we were able to create a system that, that kind of experience, that, that, that learning experience can happen. What do you think else could be possible? Exactly. I mean, like, oh, 100%. I, it, it's really, I mean, it's, you know, so it kind of goes back to that thing of being optimistic. I think that maybe one day we can get there. We can and, get there. But wait, but I really even, believe we I can. I feel like maybe we already are. The fact that you just had that experience. You We're know, getting it, closer. Like, it, it, I, We're getting I, closer. It, it exists. It's out there. You you, you, you felt it and you, yeah. you, you've you been there. It's just like, all right, collectively. But then it's like, <laughs> it's funny because we're talking about, we're talking about United States as, or, or just the world as, yeah. as, as a humankind, as a species. It's it, it's really interesting to think about the bigger picture that's going on. Speaking of the bigger picture, because we got to wrap this up soon, but oh, okay. but we've already gone over an hour. If you're wondering, oh really? Yeah, we've flown. Damn! Oh we shit! An hour and three minutes. Yeah, hour and four. Hour and four. Okay. But oh, yeah. uh, let's see. What was I going to say? Chip Gang talked about this a little before oh, the podcast. Yeah, okay. So how do you feel about this, Taylor Weinberg? Are you going to put a chip in your brain that's going to give you AI capabilities? Considering the edge it would give you in the competitive market, um, the way it would help you be able to monitor your health, monitor sickness, catch tumors in stage one. But maybe Google has access to your thoughts. No, because <laughs> no, I, I don't. Where I don't want to be. Stands? I don't want to be compromised. I mean, I'm willing to talk about this. I, I, I can definitely willing to be wrong yeah. in so many different places. I'm willing to have my opinion change, but. There are ways to prevent those things without having a chip in your brain and have you know like and being compromised. You can, you can really like find. I don't want to be told what to do in that way. I want to be able to like be healthy in. I don't want to be told either, but it makes it easier. There's gonna be there's something. There's, there's something a bigger argument, isn't there? Of course, you know, or, you you, know you're, I, It's why you're asking this. It's exactly it why you're asking this. I'm, like I'm talking to the microphone as if it's the camera. It's exactly <laughs> exactly why you're asking this because you know you're talking about something bigger. It's like, oh, that's a bigger question. I don't. That's a loaded Here's question. I stand. I don't, Here's where I stand. Because like they're doing it right. They're doing it. And it's like if they're trying to give it to consumers, that means the military's already done it. Oh yeah, yeah. The military's already done it. Yeah. People in the military are experimenting with this. If Elon Musk is standing before a crowd of consumers talking about it, the military's already doing it. So my thing is like that just gives me bad vibes though if they're already doing it because it's like so I, I must think I'm there are ba- there must I be feel. bad intentions there if it's not like I right, maybe I could be wrong. I'm just that, that makes me a little uncomfortable. I'm ignorant to military intelligence. If I'm speaking truthfully. Right. Well, you know? it, well, we were talking about this earlier, right? You really have no way of knowing. No one really knows what's going uh, on. Whether it could be good intention having a microchip in your brain, but also it could be the other way. Do you know where I stand? You know what makes the smartphone work? What? I, well, I should know. You that, see how you put it on the floor there? Because Right. I feel like the chip would have to say, like, say you had a bracelet and you put the chip in the bracelet and it connects to your veins or bloodstream and now you have it. But if you wanted to get the thing out of there, you could just... Mm-hmm. and take it out if it's something that's removable and not surgically implanted into your skull i think people will be more into it i think there's room for that 
Oof. I think there's room for No, that. you're probably right, but that almost makes me a little... That's, it's a little... That's, uh, because it's not, that, that's even worse. That's like, yeah, we'll give you the option. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you go well, in and you can go out. You can, like, you, you always... can. It's like the dating apps. It's like you can, you could or anything. You can turn it off if you want. Like you know, this is all optional. Like, you, you could have everything. But then, at yeah, your they figure. could at the end of the day just hack. Right. They could just hack. That's the scary thing. Right. But so, how do you build good fucking like spy software, spyware <laughs> for fucking like a? Oh, it's scary, dude. It is scary. There are a lot of things. Have scary. you ever seen? Have you ever seen? Microchips uh, in the brain are, are, are a little scary, but you know what? I'd like to keep right. revisiting that because there's something... I'm sorry to cut you off. It's fine. It's fine. No, I can talk about that after the mm-hmm. podcast, but go on. Uh, well, no, it's just... I'm a little... Uh, you kind of got me going on an interesting te- technology thought of just the implications of such a thing. There's, I must, well, I must it's, say, it's, I, I get why you asked the question because it's really like... It's happening. It's loaded because it actually could be really helpful Dude, to, to, to improve people's health and... A bunch yeah. of other things that can improve so many other things. Like, what if it really helped you? It helped you follow your schedule, your routines. What if it made you better at your job? What Move if the it... world into a better place and really, like, help the world? Who knows? Mm-hmm. And then Kien sabe. But it's fucked, dude. It's like, yo you no know sé. what it is? Yo maybe no we... sé. Maybe, yo no sé. <laughs> maybe we need a better internet. Maybe we need a... A safer internet. Like a... Something. Inter... We need, like, an internet revolution. You know what you need? Maybe you need your own server in your own home. Maybe you hook because the chip you has to be make your to, own server. I mean, like you could build your own server. Like create your own. Like well, it would be expensive. That's the thing with the internet, could. right? It's just like a thing, a collective thing that people are tapping. Like this, this thing. I don't even. When I start thinking about the internet and technology, I'm like, what even is it? It's like it's, it's, true, it, like, it's data say, and matter. That's let's say because like think about the worst case scenario, right? Let's say you and I live together. Yeah. Right, but we have our own server for this chip, and uh, you. Shit's gone haywire. You were wearing your chip and now you're possessed. <laughs> because your chip's hooked up to my server. If I unplug the server, I get Taylor back. As opposed to the server being in like your state capital mm-hmm. or in like some tower building on the county. Mm-hmm. It's like you're hooked up to that server. If I pull that server, you're back. They can't access you anymore. Because that's what that thing's dependent on. Yeah, you know, oh, I almost man. feel like there has to be like... It's, it's like we were talking about before with the seatbelts. Mm-hmm. It's like when we first made cars, there were no seatbelts. Yeah. We didn't make any mental seatbelts for the phone. It's like, and this is something Elon Musk has stressed. It's like, with AI, we don't get the chance to make that mistake. Yeah. We were able to get away with no seatbelts with cars. It's like, we can't get away with no seatbelts in AI. Really? We only have, he's like, we only have one chance to get this right. There's some shit going on. It's it's it excites the fuck out of me. No, it it also scares the fuck out of me. It's a it's a two sided coin. I I gotta I may always go towards optimism, but every like the way you just described it to me, that gives me like a lot of hope, and I feel optimistic about just the fact that a guy like that is going out there in the world and trying to make shit happen on such a big scale. He is, and maybe he can't be trusted because everything he does is government subsidized. Right. You know, but. I mean, look at what he's trying to do. And it's so interesting because he is getting I watched, us to Mars. Right. And I watched an interview recently where he was like, uh, the reporter brought up to him like, oh, man, everybody, the trailblazers before you uh, actually really disapprove of what you're doing. They, they, you know, they don't approve. And he is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That really broke. That really hurts me. That, that disappoints me. They should come see what I'm doing. It's such a big idea to me that. There's this guy trying no. to bring a co- bring people to Mars, and then there are the people who literally have been there you into space the and like, reasons, no, you shouldn't be doing this. Do you know one of the reasons why, like, information, and it sucks, but, like, information really, you have to be skeptical about information. Information really can't be trusted because the academic world is incredibly competitive. Yeah. Like, there have been new discoveries in archaeology, which right. changed the way we look at history. 
without getting too specific, but these have been discovered in the last 20 years. Archaeological findings like Gobekli Tepe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that rings a bell for you. It sounds familiar, but, but I want to... Yeah, but there have been archaeological findings that change the way we look at history. And it has to go through like a decade or two of political, academic nonsense before it could be accepted yeah, evidence and information. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like... Why, why and even now, it's still, it's still controversial, the, this, these kind of discoveries. And it's just like... Fuck, because man, they, everything is just politically competitive, egotistical nonsense. It's all kind of connected in some crazy web, right? Because yes. certain discoveries could have certain negative implications for yes. other things. Yes. Like, yes. oh, yes. if oh, if this one thing is okay, then all these other things are must gonna, be okay. And and our profit margin slash interest X Y Z thing, it will be uh, that's a conflict, and we don't want that, even if it is a good, but. I think the I think the good prevails, and even like I, I hope Elon is a good person, and like what he's doing, the person putting the chip in the brain has good intentions. If I'm wrong, then I guess that's I fine. So. I I would die on that. If I would die to assume that people are trying to do good, maybe that is how I will actually die. I'm the die. same with you. No, I'm the same as you. It's probably how we're gonna actually die, but that's okay. Right? <laughs> that's okay. That's we right. gotta we got on that note. Actually, not on that note, let's wrap this up. But before we do, uh, give yourself one last plug. The floor is yours. Let the people give the people your message. Oh well, thank you for having me, man. Um, check me out on all my handles, mainly Instagram. I'm on at Taylor Daniel Berg. I'm working on a bunch of different projects. I have a bunch of things going on with filmmaker, Luke. producer. I guess I should be more specific. Yeah, yeah, I make films. I produce some stuff. I collaborate with a bunch of people that I know. I work professionally on sets, and I'm posting Instagrams on that sometimes. Uh, it's a bunch of different stuff that's really exciting. I also work with Loop Troop a lot. Definitely give them a follow if you're looking for something unique and different. But like South Park, Rick and Morty, something a little bit bent, if you will. Check out at Loop Troop, at Loop TV, art, at Art by Loop Troop. Um, and be on the lookout. But mainly at Taylor Daniel Berg. I'm going to be dropping a lot of cool stuff recently. Some awesome short films that I think are really going to push the envelope. And some more stuff, honestly, that I didn't talk about that I have planned the next couple of months that are coming to fruition that I'm super excited about. You should give me a follow. i got stuff going on. Well, fuck yeah, dude. You definitely uh, should come back. Come back in a couple months. Dude, this was honestly, truthfully, and I hope I hope, uh, I hope, you all listen to the end because this was one of my favorite podcasts. I hope I, I, hope, man, I, hope I, I think, lived up to the white whale expectation. No, yeah. <laughs> well, you really did. We, that was, dude, that was... We really explored some avenues. I tr- and we were doing that before the podcast, and I know we're probably going to do that we're right gonna when we going. leave this room. Yeah, we're going to keep true. going. But that's the thing, man. Sorry. We you, always do this, but that's the yeah. thing. Is we, that's, why, that's why I said when I started this podcast, I was like, Weinberg would be a great guest because I feel like my goal for the podcast is what you and I do every time we see each other. And I have a lot of people in my life like that. Look, we were talking about J-Rob yeah. earlier. Yeah, just you engage know? and talk about things. Exactly. And like, even, even if there Ramp are disagreements. We well, don't see each other forever, but even if there are disagreements, it's like we can just talk We can about talk them. about them. Yeah, no. Like, ideas are fluid. You know, your beliefs are fluid, whether you want to admit that or not. Right. Um, and my art is fluid. Also, go at Taylor yes. Daniel Berg. I got, I'm always making paintings as well. Definitely be on the lookout for that stuff as well if you want a commission or if you just want. I'll probably send you an art piece for free. Uh, really, not kidding. I, I probably will just send you stuff because I like sharing art and send me your art. I'm definitely into that shit as well. So hell yeah, you heard it here first, motherfuckers. Thank you for tuning in for episode 40. Taylor, thank you for coming on. I guess we could do an empty glass. Cheers. Thank you everybody who tuned in. We'll catch you on the next round. Be well, Taylor. Thank you for coming on, my dude. Thank you, man. Peace, y'all. Peace. Thanks for this. Whole blinking cosmos with all its galaxies. 
and forever and ever and ever whatever it is beyond that what you might call god in the western tradition or brahman in hindu philosophy or tao in chinese every one of us is really that but we are pretending we are and we are pretending with tremendous skill and deception who are you